Today is July the 14th. Today, let's find out together of some attacks in the early church from unexpected sources and some support from unexpected sources. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Acts chapter 5. Now, we see some attacks from unexpected sources in the early church. Um, from chapter 4, just before uh, what we were to read today, uh, verse 34 says, There were no needy people among the early church, because those who owned land or houses would sell them and would bring the money to the apostles and give it to those in need. In Acts chapter 5, we see how a couple, Ananias and Sapphira, owned a plot of land, they sold it, and they agreed to give part of the money to the church. But they lied. They said it was the entire price of the sale. Peter knew about this, and in verse 3 says, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit. Now, the issue was not that Ananias kept some of the money. In fact, in verse 4, Peter says, the property was yours to sell or not to sell as you wished. After selling it, the money was yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us but to God. Ananias falls over dead. <laughs> His wife was not there with him, but Acts 5.1 says very clearly that Ananias and Sapphira agreed together to tell this lie. Three hours later, she comes in. Peter says, is this the price? She said, yes, it is. And Peter says, why have you and your husband conspired to test the Spirit of the Lord like this, she falls over dead. In verse 11, Luke tells us, great fear gripped the entire church and everyone else who heard what had happened. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, following Jesus becomes very serious when things like this happened. Now, this was actually an attack on the church, and it came from within. Uh, Satan actually was able to convince two believers to deceive, to lie. James and John, um, excuse me, Peter and James continue teaching uh, as they had in Acts chapter 3. You remember in that chapter they preached and and probably around 1,500 people came to the Lord in the temple. Uh, the Sanhedrin called them in, but they couldn't find anything to uh, find them guilty of. So they just said, stop preaching in the name of Jesus. Peter spoke up and said, that's not very likely. <laughs> I think we'll continue to do that. Well, in Acts chapter 5, starting in verse 12, the apostles heal many. And uh, they preach as they heal, and people come to the Lord. Well, in verse 17, the high priest 
sent the temple guard to arrest them. They arrest them and bring them before the Sanhedrin. Now they have a charge. They were told not to preach in the name of Jesus, which they continued to do. They were arrested. They were put in prison. That night, an angel freed them and said, go back to the temple, keep preaching. The next morning, they went back to the temple. They started to preach again. The temple guard saw them there. The temple guard went to the prison. The prison guard said, everybody's still here. They opened up the cell doors, and no, they weren't. Uh, they had been freed. Not even the prison guard knew it. They're brought again before the Sanhedrin, and the Sanhedrin says, we told you not to preach in the name of Jesus. Um, Peter says, uh, verse 29, we must obey God rather than human authority. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead after you killed him by hanging him on a cross. And then God put him in the place of honor at his right hand as prince and savior. He did this so the people of Israel would repent of their sins and be forgiven. In intertestamental literature, uh, the Messiah is commonly called Prince Messiah. That's what he's saying. He was Messiah and Savior. Well, Sanhedrin doesn't quite know what to do. And as they debate, should they imprison them? Should they kill them? An unexpected supporter shows his face. Gamaliel, he's the man that Paul later identifies as his own teacher. In the annals of Jewish history, this is probably Gamaliel II. Uh, there was another Gamaliel before him, but the time period is appropriate for Gamaliel II. He stands up and look at what he says in verse 38 and 39. My advice is this. Leave these men alone. Let them go. If they're planning and doing these things merely on their own, it will soon be overthrown. But if it's from God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may even find yourself fighting against God. So they took the men, they flogged them, they released them. They went back to their group, thankful that they had been given the privilege of suffering for the name of Jesus. Attacks from within and an unexpected supporter even from their enemies. The early church saw some very, very strange things. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, aren't the pastors supposed to do the ministry?